failed home sales are on the rise. Find out why. <laughs> Hello darkness, my old friend. Go on in, ready. Hello, everybody. My name is Barry Horby. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a blooper. Do we want to keep? Do we want to keep running with this? Keep rolling. Right, keep my going. My name is Barry Horvath, for real. And this is Moving Forward TV, your local market update. And I am Delyn Gaston. Thank you Say for joining food. us today. <laughs> That's kind of funny. You know, what a perfect show for talking about epic fails. I did. <laughs> 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 what a great tie-in, huh? I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why that happened. Do you ever like... Because like, we're talking about epic failures. Yeah, did you see that video? <laughs> We've with done all, this. How many shows are we on now? Like, I don't 3, know. 3,826. Yeah. <laughs> we have done... Well, and your name of all things. I've you say that every that. day. I You've did. never failed I try not name. to. I know. Especially when I'm not running for public and office. We, and normally, guys, <laughs> believe it or not... You just ignore that. <laughs> We do we do this show and in one take most of the time in one take. Yeah, so no sense cutting that out. <laughs> this kind of shows we're no, real and we're I human. Know. But this week we got some great information. We're going to talk epic about epic fails. Epic I think fails. that's like. And you know what? Our real estate professionals are going to want to hear this. Our first time home buyers are going to want to see this. Right. And we're talking about failed home sales, and it's a huge impact. Not just for the real estate professional or the mortgage, you know, the lender, but think about how it impacts the families that were moving out of their home and the home sale falls apart or the people that were going to buy the right. house. You know, I had actually we had a prequal buyer. I didn't even tell you this <laughs> the other day. They put an offer in on the house. OK, it's a seller's market right here in Florida. They were so sure that they were going to get this house. They lowballed the offer. They went with the real estate professional. They're in. They wrote the contract up. They bring their whole family and friends over to show them their new house. Guess, oh, guess my what? Gosh. They didn't get it. They didn't get it. Oh, my god! So gosh. they were devastated. Like, I mean, that's not really a failed home sale, but in their mind, they already assumed ownership right. before they ever got it. They, right. And they're a first-time home buyer. You know what buyer. surprises me about that? That, that uh, I don't know. I, I guess I... Uh, I was going to say that somebody hadn't like that they would think that that's okay to do. No, <laughs> I just don't, I don't I, get that. I you know that Well, I think first-time home buyers, you know, that right now they're making up the biggest segment of buyers right now. Yes, they are. They they are coming out and you know, they've never done it before. Mm -hmm. So they don't quite understand. They just think, you know, it's like when you went go buy a car, you know, oh, we struck a deal. Right. You know, here's what I'm offering. Yeah, we're good. All right, we'll get the financing approved. Their financing was all pre-approved because mm -hmm. they had a pre-approval letter. So, bam, it fell apart. 
So, so that that brings us to our show today, and what we're going to be talking about oh, is some, of, some of the things. Yes, <laughs> some of the things that cause these epic failures and these um, deals to transactions to fall apart at the last minute. Now, the they're on the rise, as Barry said in the beginning of the show. The uh, home failures are on the rise lately because in 2012 there was there was, was like one point one point six percent or something like that, just over one percent. Of actual transactions, meaning they, they went under contract, mm -hmm. they're in the process, everybody thinks they're going to close, and it failed. Right, right. <laughs> That's such a, and now, such a hard word. Fail. They're up for 2016. They're up over 4%. 4%. So, you know, what's happening? And a third, a third of the home fail failures are first-time home buyers. So we, we, we need to fix this. Yeah. We need, we need to... Because, you know what, the Lynn and I... We can fix everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not really. <laughs> We're going to change the world right. as we know it. Right. Because we can fix it all. So what do you think? What's the number one reason we're seeing, uh, you know, being, um, you know, on the lending side, I think, are the appraisals. Because mm -hmm. people are asking for, you know, we're in a seller's market. So people go in and they think they're going to get top dollar. Well, he got 130. Right. That means I can get 135. Right. And then all of a sudden, poof. I think sellers are getting a little bit overzealous these days and thinking that. Now, keep in mind, the, the market is really um, hot, as we all know. And it's up over where it was at the height of the market. It's uh, at the heart of, height of the market in the uh, 2005 area. Um, it's it's now actually higher than that or equal to. So there's a lot of people out there who used, the to be, you're in. who used to be underwater who right. are not anymore. So those people are coming back into the market and selling now. They're like, okay, I'm back above water again. I'm yeah. going to and sell. And they can move. They've been waiting. They've, they've been, been waiting, waiting to move. They need yep. bigger homes yep. and that kind of a thing. So they've been waiting to do this. So those things are going. However, um, in addition, like you said, to appraisals, sometimes they're thinking because there is such a limited amount of homes on the market and more buyers right now mm -hmm. than there are homes available, I can get what I want. No, you can't. Right. <laughs> you not, st it, it still has to be, you know, appraised at uh, so many square be, feet. It's got to be a fair market right. value. I mean, that's the bottom line. I think John really likes you today because he, he keeps on going to me. He goes to you. I, know, I noticed earlier in the show when he was micing you up, he was really spending a lot of time over there. I'm just saying. He loves oh, me. He's going for me now. Oops. Sorry. Right. Did you get that on so camera? <laughs> I was touching my mic, I swear. The other thing that I've been um, failing lately is um, home inspections. We've yep. been seeing a few more home inspection fails, um, uh, termite and test fails, um, things like that that are um, not going the way people right. would like. Again, these people just got out from underwater on these houses, so maybe they didn't have enough money to fix things up. Or, or and there's probably a multiple things that are causing that. I mean, the other thing is, you know, people are buying houses that were totally abandoned, run down, yeah. destroyed, and they're fixing them up. Well, they may have missed something, right. which causes it to fail an inspection. Or DYI. <laughs> <laughs> That <laughs> DIY. <laughs> I do that all the time. You mean the do-it-yourselfers? Oh, I thought it was a different color. You were no, dying. No, or they the do-it-your the do-it-yourselfers oh. who might not have done it the right way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you used I the wrong acronym. We, I did. We we have this leaky pipe underneath the kitchen sink, and it still leaks. <laughs> you really don't buy her house. Yeah. All right, we got more reasons that we're gonna tell you why maybe there's fail and you know we're going to talk a little bit about 
Maybe it's the lending side, what's going wrong on that end. Uh, but first, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back right after this. All right, we're back, ready to talk about the epic fails. <laughs> so the biggest epic fail when it comes to buying wait, a home. Wait, He's drum rolling for me. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> Perhaps they weren't qualified correctly in the first place. No. You think? No. No. <laughs> so we are going to talk about the difference, first of all, um, touch quickly on the difference between a pre-approval and a pre-qualification. We get that question a lot. Yeah, what, what is, is the difference the between difference? it? So, I give up to Lynn. What is the difference? All right, so for the most <laughs> part, just just rough, rough, loose on the surface, when this, somebody pre-qualifies a folks, buyer. We're gonna be here a while. No, I'm when somebody pre-qualifies a buyer, um, their loan officer has asked <laughs> them for their income, their debts, maybe ran their credit, um, their assets, you know, just talking over the phone. That's oh, pretty sorry. much it. And that is a pre-qualification saying, based on that, would you quit it? <laughs> Let me know when you're done. Here's, here's what it is. A pre-approval is when the loan officer has then re received the documents, run it through uh, the automated mm. underwriting system mm. that you've all heard us refer to as D-U-L-P, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, that kind of a thing. And that would be uh, more, more along the lines of a pre-approval. Um, because it has gone through the system and been approved. Now, all right, wake up. Uh, that's it. See, I told you. I don't like the table being in the middle or, because oh. I can't oh, you're hit back. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you throw stuff at him, but I don't want to break my glasses. You all see right, my favorite. So what were you saying now? All right. So <laughs> I just went through real quick the differences between the pre-approval and the pre-qualification. But what I want to talk about, though, is... Um, not to say that people aren't qualifying people right, but qualifying, when, when um, a borrower calls me up and says, but what's my highest? What can I qualify for? Under, please understand, it is not an exact science. No lender can say, you qualify for exactly $200,000 and that's it, not a penny more. But we can't do that. They can, but it doesn't work. <laughs> they can say what they want, exactly. but it's an ish. Yes. It's an ish. It's $200,000 ish. 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 So we're going to talk about the ishes. So why what? can't we say exactly an exact amount? 
you know what his income is, you know what his tax returns say, you know what his debt is, and you yep. know what his his because, credit score is. Because there's so many unknowns, and and I think part of our epic fails that we're talking about being on the rise is, again, first-time home buyers, mm -hmm. biggest segment in the market right now, and you know. That's that's a fact. A we third know of those are falling apart, and and those are the highest ones that are falling apart. Why? Because maybe when and that's they, on a national level. And like Delin said, maybe you know maybe we they were pre-qualified for a hundred and twenty thousand, and but the taxes were a little higher than anticipated, mm -hmm. or the HOA was a little higher, or the insurance because it was an older home versus a new home came in at a higher quote. Right. All of a sudden, they're borderline now. And then that teetered them over the edge to where they didn't qualify for that particular home. Right. So again, it goes back to, you're exactly right. It cannot be an exact science. It's just not even possible. So this is why some of these deals are failing. It's the first time home buyers that are borderline that haven't been established. They don't have a lot of money to put down. Their credit may be okay, but you know, they don't have that strong mortgage payment history Right, to push it over. To push it over. So even if the person has been pre-approved, because we do have a, you know, sometimes people will say, well, I don't understand how it happened. I went to the bank and they gave me a pre-approval letter and they did run it through, you know, the underwriting um, system and they gave me a pre-approval. But that was fine. But like Barry said, but then it, that, at that point, you didn't have a house. No, it, it so all changed. they were changes. guessing. They were guessing. It all changed. They were guessing at what your taxes were going to be. They were guessing at what your insurance was going to be because we don't know what the taxes are in that house that you haven't found yet. And we don't know what your insurance is on that house so, that you haven't found yet. So when those things do start coming in mm -hmm. to play, now mm -hmm. we have real numbers. So for the real estate professionals out there and for the home buyers, just understand when your loan, don't go to the, to the peak. Because again, your loan officer is giving you an ish. Loan this originator. An, loan originator. <laughs> I know I do that all the time. They're giving you an ish. This is approximately assuming $1,200 a year in insurance. Well, what if it comes in, it's an older house, and it comes in at $1,800 a year? That $50 a month difference can Fail. put somebody over. <laughs> Little things so, like that. So what I'm hearing from you, Delyn, is really when you pre-qualify somebody for a house, you're really not pre-qualifying them for 120,000, 200,000, no. 400,000. You are pre-qualifying them for a payment. A payment. And exactly. you know what else can affect that? And I know you didn't cover this and I don't want to undermine you, but the loan That's program right. they go in. Oh no, you're right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Let's bring that up. Because you know, maybe they started out as a conventional, mm -hmm. maybe their credit dropped a little bit where they have to go FHA or VA. Now you get PMI right. or MI, you know, change or something. Or maybe they did, we thought they could do home ready with the lower MI. And then when you got into it, no, that area didn't qualify for home ready. So we had to move the program. So again, it's about the payment and that loan program absolutely affects it. And it doesn't make a difference. A lot of times um, people will say, and which is right, say to your buyers, don't go buying a car, don't go opening up any new credit card. Even if they didn't do any of those things, again, the things can change. 
and you bring up a really good point when it comes to don't I usually a lot of yes okay, good. <laughs> I like talking about the programs as well because that makes a big difference and a lot of times people don't understand oh well we want them to qualify for more house um, because they really like this you know right. $175,000 house but we don't want to go FHA well you know there, there's a give and take with that <clears throat> keep in mind when Dodd-Frank changed all of our lives a couple of years ago, <laughs> Chris Dodd and Barney Frank, um, Who names they, put, Barney? they put in, who names their kid Barney? <laughs> Sorry. And then keeps it while he goes to that, the Senate. I, you know? I think that was mean. You know, it was Bernard. a political ploy. I'm very familiar with these situations. <laughs> Sorry. But, but anyway, some of the important things to keep in mind is, um, a lot of sellers out there and realtors out there are afraid of FHA. Don't be. Um, it is a great product. It doesn't take longer to, to do an FHA loan, contrary to popular belief out there. It doesn't cost um, more in uh, uh, home repairs and things like that. Conventional is pretty strict on appraisals these days, too. So don't don't be deterred by it, especially if we do have someone. Well, they were qualified for one hundred and twenty five thousand and the house that they like is one hundred and thirty or the taxes are a little bit higher, you know, than we, what we anticipated. FHA allows for a higher debt ratio, so they have a, a lot more flexibility on the debt ratio than conventional does. Conventional was hit hard from Dodd-Frank with ability Big to repay time. the ATR. Your debt ratio cannot, cannot exceed this amount. You get an ineligible every single time you try and run it. That's a lot of information. I know. I just don't. I, I'm, I'm frustrated because people say are afraid of FHA. Well, because they be. they're, they're back in the old days when FHA, like, you know, when the inspection right. came in, you had to, you know, go through all this inspections that were like interrogating. So, but you know what? We're going to take a break. I need. And one. we're going to finish this up because you are you're you, you got to be winded and exhausted after that segment. So we got a little more. We're going to wrap up some good information right after this. Okay, we're here talking about epic fail. We're finishing of, up, one, wrapping up. One, it's one of my favorite subjects. Epic failures. <laughs> well, you started the show with one, so. I know, I know, I know, I know. Very <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about, you know, now that we know that there's failures, they're on a rise, we know that they're way up. 
And over... you guys know that there's failures yeah. that have happened let's out talk there. About but what can but we how can do? we avoid them? How can we help prevent it right. on our side? You know, because we don't like to see fail, you know, and again, it impacts so many people when these home sales fall apart. Right. How can we slow it down, Lynn? Okay, so you the, know, we have some ideas here. The first thing, the first thing, and this is real important, no matter what, it only takes about 15 or 20 minutes or whatever, meet the appraiser and that's for every, at the house. Yes, you real estate professionals say, oh, I have the lockbox code and they have the key. Right. No, go there. Go there. Sweet talk them if it's a guy. If it were me, if I were interviewing an agent to list my home, I'd say, hey, when we get it under contract, are you willing to meet the appraiser? No matter what. Yeah. And, I, and if they were going to say no, I don't think I would hire them. I know. I mean, I mean it's that important. Right. That's it's a good point. That's you know, a really good point. You have to meet the appraiser. Point out the things that the, that the homeowner has pointed out to you. Um, bring... They may or may not use them. Bring the comps where you got to your price. Bring them with yeah, you. Show them proof. They might not use them, but it's okay. Does it? It only takes a few extra minutes to pull that stuff together and run and meet the appraiser. It could make a huge and, difference. And you could point out some of the extras in the house yes. that the appraiser is not aware of. Remember, the appraiser looks at public records. He's looking at, you know, um, things that are unforeseen right. that the homeowner has shared with you. You're supposed to know the right. house in and out. You know. Yes. Did you know that it has this water softener? Did you know that it has this, you know, really cool heater on right. the pool? Do right. you know that it has all these extras? And the stuff might be there and you say, okay, well, he can look it up. It's his job or whatever. And that's fine. No, but you but know what? If you're there and you can just like, you know, point these it. things out real quick, it it, yeah. it it could swing it a little bit more in your favor. You know, the look odds at, are ever uh, in your favor. The air conditioner is brand new. It was in last year. Right. You know, little things. That things like that. That could big, make a big make difference. The other thing that we wanted to mention yes. is um, home inspections. Yes, home inspections. You know, from a buyer standpoint, when you're under contract, you're going to get, you should get an inspection, especially in today's market. Get it right away. Don't mm -hmm. sit. Don't wait on it. I know a lot of times you get a 10-day inspection period. Find out right away. Get the first thing you should do, you know, after, of course, you get insurance quotes and all that, right. which right. we're going to talk about. Get the inspection so we know if there's something wrong. Either A, it can be addressed and fixed, or B, early on. Get out early of the, on. the contract's done. It's not going to work for you. Right. But don't sit on it. Right. And the other thing is insurance. Insurance. You know, a lot of times the realtors will say to us, well, what can I do to help this? What can I do to help this? I'll tell you what you can do. We can look up, like we were saying before, some of the things that sway whether this person's going to qualify or not, when they're like right there, you've said to us, well, what's their maximum? So we've told you about here. We can look up the real estate taxes on the house. We can see what the real estate taxes are. What we could use your help is get an insurance quote fast. Yes. Get a survey. Um, or, you know, at least ask the, the listing agent, ask the homeowner for the existing survey, ask them if they have an existing elevation certificate, if we're in a flood and, zone or and, we feel we might be in a flood zone. And it goes back to that, And you homeowner's know, insurance remember, quotes. Remember, we pre-qualified them based on payment. So if the insurance quote comes in An approximate high, payment for insurance, an approximate payment. When we get the real quote, it could kill the deal. Right. And, and if it is, we need to scramble, find a higher deductible figure out how to lower it so they'll still qualify so the deal does not fail. Right. You know, and, and I got to say... It, <laughs> you didn't even flinch at that. <laughs> I'm used to you by now. <laughs> I've had people say, what's with Barry always yelling at you? Fail! <laughs> <laughs>
Sorry. I'm just used to it now. Yeah. Um, it used to be we used to tell people, you know, get your insurance when we get closer to closing. No. But that not anymore. The no. insurance is like all over the place. So much has changed right. in the insurance world. And we've had we had John McManaman on last mm -hmm. week who talked about um, a lot of the insurance fails, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> what's did. not covered and such, and how coverages have changed. It's putting premiums all over the place out there. So and especially, you know, if we if they were pre-qualified on a house built in the 2005 versus a house in the 70s, that premium is going to be way higher. Right. Again, it's going to throw off that pre-qual that was done Tremendously. by whichever lender. They don't know that information. That's just the reality of it. Um, anything else on it? And, we, you know, talk no, about the, the flood and the get all this done quickly. So important. I mean, let's cut down on the fails, okay? Yeah. Hey, all right. Now, enough of that. Okay. Let's talk about some fun stuff. Fun stuff. What do we got coming up? Nothing. <laughs> Remember when I used to say, what have we got coming? Oh! We got nothing. <laughs> and Barry always had something. All right, all right. Do. All right. We do have the honorary governor stuff yes. going on. And you know what? We have a really fun event coming up on April 21st at All Sports Arena in Newport Ritchie. We have a dodgeball tournament. Yes, dodgeball tournament. Yes, we have the waiver you must sign to, you know, enter into this event. Yes, we do have a kids category, but it's going to be a blast. And, and it's on April 21st. It's a Friday night. And I think this is going to be a hit. Ah! <laughs> bum And it's going to be, it's going to be fun. I mean, it, Even it's to raise money for charity. Yeah, I know. Listen. Okay. It's going to be a blast. I know. It's though. all for charity. It's 10 bucks a head. Honorary governor. We've got great people running. It's up, all to raise money for charities. Teams up to eight. Go to barryforpasco.com. Don't wait. Sign your team up now. Don't wait. That's right. It's going to be fun. Can I mention something else as well? No. Another charity that I um, am I uh, said special, no. <laughs> special in my heart um, Pepin Academies, which is a um, local school here. For children with learning disabilities, they are having a fundraiser also next weekend, and it is fishing. So any of you people who are not... Um, for all you anglers. <laughs> who are not, like, uh, violently throwing balls at dodgeball. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Clearly, but, we're going to appeal to earlier, people. But earlier, uh, actually, it's the next day. It's, the, it's over the weekend. Um, if you're a fisherman... We're looking for fishermen. They're having a big fishing tournament. Um, or if you're a business owner in the area, you'd like to contribute to a, ba a basket. We're accepting any kind of donations, bottle of wine, a gift card somewhere, something like that. We're putting baskets together for raffles and auctions. It is to raise money for the um, PTO, they call it. Um, can't be confused with PTA. I, 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 I'm not exactly sure of the difference. But in any event, it's <laughs> no, all for the kids. A at Pepin. And oh, that's <laughs> It's all the for difference. the kids at Pepin Academy. So if you'd like more information on that, please reach out to me and I can hook you up with the website. And, well, since you, you know, you totally walked away from the governor race onto that. And that's a great cause. So, it is. Yeah, please support it. Please support it. Don't forget, we got the duck derby going on. Yes. We're going to race. We're Buy a race. duck. Buy a duck. You Buy can a get quack, a quack pack. pack. You know, all supports, five ducks. all supports the honorary governor race. And all, also, we have the BFG Mighty Basket. That's right. A whole know, bunch of good prizes. You pick your prize Tickets in it. only 20 bucks for that, and you can win, like, one of a whole bunch of prizes. Berlin, it's so good that it's 40. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
thought that was for like a pack. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're very confused about that. Crack I'm packs, sorry, yeah. you know. So too it's much forty going bucks on. or three for a hundred, but you can win Disney passes, half a TV. Because we don't have a sponsor for the other half of the TV. I'm just kidding. We'll get the sponsor. Don't worry. Which half do they get? <laughs> <laughs> they get that whatever half you want. Um, or, yeah, instead of getting a 52-inch, you get a 21-inch TV. I don't know there how that's going to work yet. And then also we got a fishing trip chartered mm -hmm. by um, our own Mike Wells. Right. And we got a beach condo getaway. Fun stuff. Pick your prize. So it's all good. Go on BarryForPasco.com. Get it. Book it now. And... Um, it's going to be good. Anything else we need to share? No, I think Okay, that's good. It. Let's end the show. We got it all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for watching. You can find us on? You can find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. All that. Please share us, like us, get yeah. it out. Good yeah, information. Out. Hope you got something from it. We appreciate you watching. We are today and every day. Moving forward. We'll, we'll see everybody next week. Hopefully. <laughs> Bye.